Hello and welcome to the Lightning Star Podcast. I'm Star Sheree and we are going to talk about how to make your day more productive. Before we start, I'd like to just mention that I am not a licensed doctor or psychologist or any type of medical professional. A lot of these are just my opinions and things that have worked for me. I try to be as inclusive as possible and remember that not everyone has similar diet strategies or beliefs when it comes to diet or exercise or things of that nature. So we often find ourselves talking about how many tasks we have on our to-do list more than we actually work on completing them. These tasks could range from household projects like organizing a closet to cleaning out the storage shed to bigger ventures like starting a new fitness plan or creating a new business. Everything from work, school, commuting, errands, and managing a household which could include kids, pets, plants, spouses, etc. get in the way of some projects we tend to put off for long periods of time from weeks up to even years. We tell ourselves we will work on it after work or on our days off, but after a busy week or longer, more often than not, we rather spend that little free time we have to ourselves just relaxing and treating ourselves. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but over time it can cause issues when you're trying to check things off of your list. So our topic today is battling with procrastination. So why is it important to check things off of your to-do list? Well, one very good reason is that it can help to reduce stress. The more you have on your mind, the more stressed out you'll become. If you think one of your projects you keep pushing off can make your life a little bit more manageable or possibly even help with additional income, you may mentally beat yourself up over all the times that you chose to use your free time to relax instead of working towards actually pursuing your dreams. Another reason why it will be a good idea to finally start up some of those projects that have been on the back burner for a while is to clear up some mental energy. Even if it doesn't seem like a big deal, having too much ideas and unfinished tasks floating around in your mind muddles your thoughts and makes it more difficult to focus on even the littlest things. So at the time when I started writing my blog post about this, there was a worldwide health scare that in which many communities around the world started asking their citizens to stay home as much as possible. Many people were at home, bored, and looking for things to do. This sent like the perfect time and perfect opportunity for many people to work on their unfinished projects. Though not everyone got that opportunity, some people like myself were essential workers and didn't always have that free time. And even those who did have free time were most likely struggling with mental health issues and were most likely not in the right mental space at that time to finally work on those goals. I also remember around that time there was a lot of memes going around about influencers trying to motivate people to finally, you know, start their business or lose weight or clean out their closets, you know, whatever they needed to get done but they were probably more hurtful than helpful at the time. It was a time where a lot of people were dealing with their mental health and having to go from being a fully functional world to being cramped into their houses for an unknown period of time. Sometimes we just need to give ourselves a little space and allow ourselves to, you know, take a break and be lazy as some people might say or even just step away from everything and just recharge until we can get back to that level of productivity and work through whatever issues are holding us back. Another problem with that is that when it comes to procrastination a lot of people 
when there's no sense of urgency and no deadlines or time limits, we tend to more likely than we not, we choose to stay relaxing than working. Newton's law of inertia relies on movement, or lack thereof, to maintain a constant momentum. Simply put, a body in motion stays in motion, a body at rest stays at rest, which means it'll take a bit more drive to motivate someone to break out of a stagnant routine to be more productive. Well, anyway, here are my tips for how to break out of an unproductive slump. Tip number one, start your day off with a clean slate. So unless your task involves getting sweaty or dirty and you would rather postpone it for afterwards, a good way to start any day is by taking a shower. Not only is it practicing good personal hygiene, but water is an important element in our lives. Water is the element of flow and change. Water is also how we refresh and recharge ourselves physically and mentally, whether it's through drinking the water or bathing in it. A morning shower helps loosen up tense muscles, opens your pores and sinuses, wakes you up, and in a sense resets you to prepare for a new day by symbolically washing away any of the remains from the previous day. Sticking with the water theme, my second tip is to stay hydrated. Just as a morning shower will wake up your body, starting off your day with at least one glass of water will help your brain to wake up and to stay focused. Most of the time, if you wake up tired, groggy, sore, or with a slight headache, even after a full night's sleep, it could be a sign of dehydration. Even if your task isn't too physically or intellectually challenging, staying hydrated will help you with concentration, productivity, and mood. It's not to say you can't follow the water with coffee or juice afterwards, but keep in mind that too much caffeine can dehydrate you, just like too much sugar can also affect your hydration as well as your blood sugar. Too much sugar can cause your blood sugar to spike too fast, resulting in mood and energy changes especially when your blood sugar level begins to drop back down, leading to tiredness. If plain water is too bland, some decaffeinated tea or natural add-ins like mint, honey, or slices of lemon, ginger, and or cucumber, or a combination of them can be a refreshing option. Some people may argue about the benefits of water temperature, whether it be hot or cold, but whichever is the easier way for you to consume water is better than no water. I personally prefer cold water, even though some people say that warm water is better for you for whatever reasons. But like I said, as long as you're drinking the water, I'm pretty sure that your body will appreciate it either way. Starting your day off with water before eating as well can also help you to feel better in control of food cravings, which will allow you to stay more on task and less likely to slack off. Speaking of food, my third tip is to properly fuel yourself. A lot of times when we get started on a task or we're in a rush, we skip one of the most important meals of the day, breakfast. Part of it because we fear we will overindulge and get too full and be too tired to work. Another reason may be because of habits of rushing, getting us used to skipping breakfast. The key, however, is to start off with something sensible and light, just enough to satisfy you for a few hours until the next meal. As previously mentioned, too much sugar can cause quick spikes and dips in your blood sugar levels that affect your mood and ability to focus. Regularly indulging in high sugary foods and drinks like donuts, syrups, and sodas can cause mid-morning blahs. 
If your typical breakfast tends to be quick sugary snacks or you notice that you tend to get tired within an hour or two of eating, consider eating foods with less sugar and artificial flavors in favor of foods with more natural sugars or high fiber fruits or whole grains or foods with higher protein and healthy fats like eggs, nuts, avocados. If you practice intermediate fasting, still try to make healthier choices with your last meal the night before to avoid headaches and low energy the next morning. Once again, I am not a trained nutritionist, dietitian, or doctor. I am just giving you information that I have learned and that has worked for me in the past. My fourth tip is to dress for success. This may seem obvious if you're working out or going out of the house, but even if your project is at home and doesn't require a certain dress code, it's easier to get more into the momentum of working if you switch out your pajamas into something a little bit more versatile. Remember the old saying, dress for the job you want, not the job you have? Well, dress for the task you want to finish, not for a movie marathon followed by a nap on the couch. I'm not saying you must dress in your nicest clothes or even put on a bra to clean the house or assemble furniture in your living room, but if you are going to go through the trouble of bathing, you might as well change into something that motivates you to do something a little bit more than just relax and sleep. Just think of something that is comfortable and wouldn't mind if you get a little bit dirty but also something you would just as likely wear outside like a pair of loose pants or a clean t-shirt. My next tip is to have a plan. For some projects it's nice to have a plan before you get started. Making sure you have all the materials you need beforehand, read any necessary instructions, or even delegate jobs if it's a group effort. For example, if a group of three people are cleaning the house, one person can do the bathrooms, another person can do the living room, a third person can take charge of the kitchen, and each room may require different tools and cleansers. If your goal is to start a new personal regime, such as getting more fit, it's easier to stick to it if you have a plan to keep on track. You may need to get some workout clothes and shoes, do a meal plan, a workout plan, which include pre-workout stretches and cool down exercises. Think about any equipment you may need access to and a workout schedule. If you choose to work outside like jogging, it's best to have a plan route for or a backup indoor activity for when the weather isn't ideal, such as if it's raining. It's also easier to stick to a proper diet when you prep meals and have a meal plan. You can also make a list of foods you enjoy that can be included in your diet as well as plan cheat days so you can indulge in cravings occasionally and plan cheat days have a way of turning into cheat weeks and eventually falling off the wagon completely remember to try to keep it to no more than one or two cheat days a week and follow reasonable portion sizes on those days for the best results tip number six is your environment the right environment can help you get in the right mindset to complete a task. If you wish to catch up on reading, find a quiet area where others won't bother you if you do live with others. So if you find a spot that is comfortable enough to sit and lay down on for a while, make sure you won't be sleepy, in which case a comfortable chair might be better than your bed. If you are working on writing your own book, working at a desk with a sturdy chair would be more ideal for most. Natural light from a window or even going to a 
uncomfortable space outside during the day could also help you have more energy than working by artificial light, which can be too harsh on your eyes. Having a clutter-free space to work at will also make it easier to concentrate by opening the flow of the room and having less visual clutter will also help. A clean space will also be one less thing to worry about. Even if your project isn't cleaning related, consider straightening up your work area a little if necessary to clear up any stagnant physical energy in the room. Reorganizing furniture or moving around some decor can also shift the energy and rejuvenate the room to make it feel new again. Sometimes when you're in a space and the furniture or pictures and everything is just the same for too long, you kind of just get that blah feeling. So sometimes it's better to kind of just change things up once in a while. Adding some natural elements to your space can also invigorate your space for more inspiration. In most cases, having well-ventilated areas such as a little fresh air from a window can help with staying alert and preventing sluggishness. Involving other natural elements into your space can also set the right mood and mentality. An indoor plant, light a candle, a small fountain, a fan, humidifiers, or even some essential oil diffusers can add an element of freshness to your space to make it more pleasant to be in and more inspiring for creative projects. Some light music or background noise can be helpful for some, while others may prefer a quiet environment to work in. If your task involves focus and concentration, I suggest your favorite songs with lyrics can probably be more distracting to you. So try more instrumental music for different sounds and frequencies and even different nature sounds to see what works for you. And finally, lucky number seven, set a routine. So not all goals are going to be completed in one day. If you have a long-term goal such as losing weight, writing a book, creating a business, it's going to take some time and consistency. Because these take a longer time to see results, many people put off taking the first steps towards a long-term goal longer than towards a short-term goal due to the lack of instant gratification, especially since most adults have jobs and responsibilities that take up most of their time. But starting off with baby steps and setting some time regularly to work on chipping away at your long-term goals will get you a lot further than doing nothing at all. Look at your daily and even weekly routines and see where you can dedicate at least 10 to 20 minutes a day to work on something related to your goal. Do you have 10 minutes during your break at work to research information about an industry you're interested in? Can you wake up earlier for a workout or stay up a little later to write? Do you have an hour a week to watch a tutorial or two? In reality, just taking even the smallest baby steps day by day will get you closer to your goal than if you try to wait days, weeks, possibly even years to wait for that one or two days where you may be able to complete everything in one day which honestly just isn't realistic. No successful person has ever became successful overnight. We only see the result. We don't see the work they put into it. We don't see the years of dedication or the training it took for them to get to where they are. So there you have it. Those are my seven tips to have a productive day. I hope you are enjoying my podcast so far. This is still new to me, so I'm still learning. Hopefully you found these helpful. We're just starting off with a light topic, but it will probably get more in depth later as my podcast and blog progress. If you want to follow my journey, please follow this podcast as well as my blog, enlighteningstar.com. Thank you very much for listening.